0: brought to you by m&s mechanical and home improvement llc if you need any hvac or home improvement work my guy anthony merritt is the guy to call Uh, he does ac and heat installs ac servicing sheet metal handyman work or just general repairs he's fully licensed and insured i've known him for many years and one of his things that he's always perfected his craft on was the passion for his hvac work We've been longtime friends and even uh, classmates. He is a great person and so great he will give you 10% off just for mentioning the Clocked Out Podcast. So if you have any home improvement jobs or any HVAC jobs that are coming up, I would definitely recommend Anthony Merritt. You can reach him at 203-841-8385 or on Instagram at msmechanical1, that 203 Eight four one eight three eight five, or on Instagram at ms mechanical one. Welcome back to the Clocked Out Podcast. Welcome to the show, man. How are you?
1: I'm pretty good. Appreciate why don't you uh,
0: Why don't you introduce yourself and? Uh, Let the fans know who you are and and what you do. So my name is Eddie Long,
1: and I am currently running for City Council in New London, Connecticut.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Because I just hate to be bored, you know? Right. I always want to have something to do. Um, But in addition to that, I sit on the New London Arts Council. Uh, I do their public relations, and I am the co-chair of a group called Public Art for Racial Justice Education, which uses the broad appeal of art education to confront racial injustice
0: awesome so you sound like you have a lot on your plate (laughs) yeah
1: yeah like i said i like to be busy i like to be busy um i get uncomfortable when there's nothing to do
0: right it feels like a waste of not just a waste of time but just a waste of talent really and that's not saying that in a cocky way like you know like you should feel like oh i'm so talented i'm wasting my talent no but it's like i have a lot to give yes and if i'm not doing something with that then it's kind of a waste yeah it's a
1: disservice i mean really and truly one thing i hate the most is regret there you go sorry i've uh you know i know what that tastes like like everyone else you know wish i hadn't said that or wish i did say that sort of thing wish i hadn't done that wish i did do that sort of thing and um you know that that falls into that category i do feel like i'm capable of a lot and um there's some pretty low-hanging fruit out there too things you can do that are easy uh, and it just require your time, and you know I'm into all of it. I just I like to say uh, while I have the back for it, you know. Yeah, let's for do sure, it. for sure. I'm not gonna be able to do this forever. <laughs> no, <laughs>
0: no, 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 not forever. Um, but you seem your your mind seems to always be going as you know with the little short time that we had to um, get acquainted and everything like that. I've noticed that like every topic that I put out there is yeah. just like oh, but you could do this or you could do that or like this and mm-hmm. that like it, the 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 what's the wheels always turning in the gears the gears that's what i meant to say yeah yeah yeah. yeah. um and it it, i could see like when i was talking about that potential space for jeff and i for a potential studio which by the way i just leaked that out and i don't care (laughs) (laughs) we're working on it we're (laughs) working (laughs) on it yeah breaking news hot off the press hot off the press Mm -hmm. um so now that we're you know, on the show. I want, I want to just talk about it because, uh, it's pretty, pretty exciting. I, I'm, I love this place, but I also don't want to record in it. So Mm. Jeff and I got to talking and, um, cause this is also my home. So it's like, uh, it, it sucks mixing business with where you live. Mm -hmm. And, um, Jeff and I got to talking and, uh, we're looking to potentially get some commercial space and make it a business where people could come and record people. I, I don't know if Jeff feels this way. I always had a thing where I want a space where someone could come in and do anything that's related to art. So (laughs) yeah. And, and and it's, I wanted to do it in my hometown and I'm just waiting for the timing to be right. But if not my hometown, this is like home to me, anyways. Yep. Uh, I spent a lot of time here of my life, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I do. So the location I was talking to you about, mm-hmm. right down the street, mm-hmm. Paul's TV. Oh, I and it's right. That too. It, it, yeah, it, it, it looks. It looks like a turd from the outside. <laughs> but it's a turd you can see from the highway. But it's a turd. Yes, and a <laughs> turd that could be polished yeah. to not be a turd. <laughs> You know what I mean? You just need some TLC. Some TLC, man. And that's what – I drive by it all the time, and I, I, I'm I, like, damn. Yeah. They have, they have, like, a huge side, and then they have, like, the service side. Mm-hmm. And for the service side, that could be, like, the permanent studio setup for, like, Jeff and I. And then the bigger side could be where people come in and get creative. Right. So I already envisioned it. And, uh, it sucks to, I can't take it out of my head now. Um, but Jeff and I already looked into it and the the price on that place is bonkers.
1: Yeah. And that's not surprising because of what, what, what you could fit in there. So they're, they're going to go for that first. Oh, for
0: sure. And on top of it, the market right now, ridiculous, ridiculous. And and
1: they're not going to, I'm going to guess, they're not going to be willing to work with you or they're not going to care very much if you say like, I want to open this up for art
0: stuff. No, that's kind of an uphill battle because still. that doesn't give them a paycheck at the end of the day right you know what i mean it's business i get it but right yeah, yeah. even if the intention is good behind it it doesn't matter
1: yeah and uh you know what what a great what a great subject i could talk about this all day in new london there are so many blank spaces mm. so many blank spaces so many empty properties owned and unowned but more than blank spaces in new london there are individual artists who want to do something with those uh spaces and i talk to them all the time and it's a serious part of my platform to have the city get really serious about uh figuring out a way to accommodate or you know help facilitate or contribute to spaces like that exactly what you're describing in in new london um the artists in new london have started to take care of it themselves some of these some similar spaces have popped up to what you're describing Mm. but there are examples around the country of uh, cities contributing to and and helping make happen art spaces for the community you know i'll tell you what i want to i want to get somewhere close to that yeah
0: if i could support myself if i could if i could support myself where i just all my whole purpose in life is to run that creative space and not have to um, go to a full-time job, but also maintain my bills, mm-hmm. I'm all in. Yeah, You know what I mean? I'm all in. The problem is, with art usually, money is not there.
1: That's it's right, true. I heard someone someone said to me the other day, artists, at least when they're alive, don't tend to make a lot of money. And I thought, that's sad, but that's true. That's so fucking you know? sad. Yeah, it's yeah. sad, but it's really accurate. You like, know, like if you get famous, people are gonna start going crazy. And like, spending... Van Gogh is rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least his relatives uh, are right. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it's unfortunate, and um, you know that's a big that's a part of the big picture that I want to address as a city councilor in little old New London, Connecticut. That artists need to be given more respect. For sure. What I like to say is, if you don't understand just how important an, an artist is, I want you to Google the title of your favorite Marvel movie followed by the phrase concept art. Oh. And then go on that journey and oh, see, yeah. and just see, see how, much, how much oh, yeah. work an artist did, artists mm. do before we arrive at, you know, the, the look and feel of the movie that we all love. There's oh, so sure. much that goes into it. And, and that's even, just a little snapshot. And even
0: in the movie that we all love, imagine being that person that, did the graphics on that mm-hmm. movie like those the graphics now are insane and the TVs are getting better so it's like they're being brought to light more mm-hmm. like you could see every crystal clear detail someone's making that and someone's in, doing that every day and in
1: fact i follow a uh, a dude on instagram his name is boss logic and i know a lot of people have heard of him but at any rate he is excellent computer graphics photoshop whiz and he's been doing it for a long time but for fun he'll do like uh hypothetical casting and whatnot Mm. so long story short a few years ago he did up rosario dawson like star wars character oh shit and the internet just fell in love with it blew up and now it came time to cast that role in the mandalorian and who do you think got the part
2: Oh, there was, it, was it
1: was non-negotiable. Where else are you going to go? Everyone's already ready for this. Oh, my gosh. And this is the power of it. You give someone a strong enough image and just sit back and watch all the stuff that can happen with it.
0: It just makes me sad, though, that back in the day, I love using that term, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so old. But yeah, back... we're se- we're 70. Yeah. We're 70, oh, everyone. Yeah, old ass. <laughs> <laughs> but back in the day, uh, before our time. You can make a career. I mean, you still can, mm-hmm. but you can make a career out of being your community photographer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or your community, I don't know, journalist or anything. Any, anything that seems like a hobby right now right. or anything that seems like um, a low-paying career, people were thriving with those titles back then. Mm-hmm. And now it's, it's hard to come by because I I, it, I don't know who exactly to blame for that but everyone everyone yes but i i think part of it is technology yes everyone has a dslr camera in their pocket on their phone
1: yeah like it's crazy and that that device that you're talking about also has um apps and access to websites that you can use to build logos i Mm -hmm. do freelance graphic design And I'm fully aware that there are websites that exist (laughs) that just make it so I can just hang that hat right on the wall and never put it back on again. But I still do. When I do freelance graphic design, I offer more than the the graphic itself. I'm Mm going to work with you. Usually my clients are just starting out, so they haven't considered some of the social media strategies that I am aware of. And I I like to work with them and offer them more than just a graphic. But, yeah, yeah, so uh, technology certainly stepped in and. And, and got rid of a lot of the stuff that we were used to.
0: I ju- and, and another thing is, I don't know exactly if it's our culture either um, to support these things. You know what I mean? Like, we've gone so, like, I don't know, like, straight edge, like lawyer, like doctor, you know? Not creative. Not cre- creative. Yeah. Not creative. But at the same time, the creatives still exist. Oh, they're yeah. Just, the, and they're there, and the, the the presence is strong. It's just the... I'm talking specifically about pay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because right. I would love to build a. I, I I had this idea in my head for the longest time to build a career off my photography. Sure. And, but my kind of photography doesn't pay. I could do weddings all day. Yeah. Do I love weddings? No, I hate working with people. I hate working. With, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I hate working with people. Yeah. I like this better. Yeah. Um, There's only two of us. This, in this yeah, room, I so. don't have to deal with a crazy bridezilla. <laughs> um, but I I don't like working with people as far as photography goes. My the the love that I have for photography is from getting in the car at six in the morning, yeah. drive somewhere, try to catch sunrise go to like some crazy freaking mountain and catch the best scene I could possibly catch with the people that I'm going with. So it's all an experience type of thing. And landscape photography does that for me. Does it pay? No, it doesn't pay. Mm. It doesn't pay. It pays when you sell a print. It pays when, um, you sell a photo to a magazine or something. It doesn't pay for you consistently to live a life. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And, the first thing I think of when I hear that, right? So how can we get this landscape photographer paid? So what businesses require somebody to take pictures of things like that? And then I'd go from there. And you got to really get creative because there may be a big business mm. that could benefit from that that doesn't know they want it yet. So that's where you got to introduce yourself. Oh, for sure. That sort of thing. But uh, then there's a commercialization of things, too, and it takes the fun out of it. You right. might, you might, you might get a job at Remax going to take pictures of houses or, mm. or properties and it's going to feel very similar to what you're doing, but it is not, it's what not the experience. Though. Yeah. And they, I mean? and they will with, they're not, you know, the people in charge of hiring you for that position may not be creative. They may not understand what you have to offer and they'll look at what you're doing and say, yeah, this guy could probably take pictures of properties for us. And they'll want to yeah. pay you to do that. And you'll want to bang your head against the wall cause right. fun. Right. because it's not Right. Because I've had creative. those
0: opportunities. And the hour of the desk. day that
1: you do, it doesn't matter right. either. Like all the creative part goes away. Right. Know,
0: right. It, it, it. It, it it's for me, it's the whole experience, though. Mm-hmm. It's not just getting a good enough picture to sell. It's literally the car ride to the place. Yeah. The funny con- like which we starts went...
1: with you deciding to not stay up the night before. Right. This is all the work this is all what goes into the work that oh, sure. artist charges. People don't really understand that. It my, doesn't start when the pen hits the paper, no. the paintbrush hits the the canvas, or you mm. click the picture. I mean, it's it's stuff that goes into it before The that. whole
0: experience, mm. as a whole. It's the reason I moved to Portugal. It's the, re, it's the mm. reason I went to Thailand for a month. We just went, my buddy James and I, I mentioned him to you yep. earlier. We just went to Maine, uh, him, his girl, and myself, and uh, little Rex, their, their dog, mm. um, can't forget Rex. Can't forget Rex. We spent the whole night in the back seat sleeping. I had to share the back seat with him, and it was brutal. <laughs> uh, we spent the night in the car, but that's the experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, driving up to yeah, Maine. For those at, of
1: you who can't see, he's smiling right. Yeah, I'm though. grinning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but dr- I'm just I'm grinning because it was so bad. Yeah. It was so bad that yeah. it, I could sit back now and laugh about it. Like sharing the backseat with the dog was brutal for the whole night. I was, my back was folded up like a lawn chair. It was horrible. That's funny, man. It's, but it was great though. At the same time. It's
1: funny. How would I say it? The experience was bad, but you can look back and immediately be happy that you got to have the experience. And even though now it's a net good,
0: right? Even though the experience was bad. Yeah. It's funny. It's your perspective. It was great while it was happening too. Even though it was bad, it was great while it was happening too. And and there's so many little moments like that throughout the trip, like driving back. We were deliriously tired and my buddy James and Laps. I just laughs for days. Mm-hmm. And who the hell's calling me? How dare you <laughs> during a podcast? But, um, but we were just like freestyle rapping, doing some funny shit. My buddy's, cracking up and his girl sleeping and it was a good moment with my friend just being silly you know what i mean and dumb and just saying wild shit but but people just see the picture people just see the picture that i post they don't see all those little moments and that's what makes those trips worth it how do you turn that profitable there's a there's
1: a line here that i can draw so it's the creative mind that would embrace those types of scenarios and make them fun Mm. it's kind of like our obligation as creative people to, to see that that way. Cause there are people who would be in that situation and just not be able to see a benefit. There's no well, laughs. Sure. It's all a nightmare and creative people aren't like that. They can find the positives. They have to, because it's, 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 it makes things easier, but it is, it is more fun as well. Yeah. And the, the, the connection I'm drawing is in new London. I've heard, people in the city government say they want to make arts the calling card of new london and Mm. their reasoning was sound because we're coming out of a pandemic which is not something we've ever experienced before in our lifetime and so the solution to get us through a recovery is going to have to be something we've never thought of it's going to have to be out of the box thinking Mm. and they're smart enough to know that the creatives in new london will give them that and i'm very happy that they're thinking about that
0: there are so many negatives in the art world mm-hmm. so many negatives and creatives any form of creativity creatives they have to be positive about mm-hmm. anything that comes across their table because there are su- there's such a presence of negativity that they have no other option but to turn things that are negative to positive positive. and if you if you're a creative and you still don't then i feel really bad for you because mm-hmm. Listen, it's not going to get easier. No, you know the crea- like the world of creativity is brutal. Yeah. And you if just you- get more
1: used to it. That's a good point. It doesn't get easier. It you doesn't get, get easier at all.
0: You just get used to turning things that are shit to positives.
1: Shining, you dates. know what I mean?
0: And and like like I said, that was a very uncomfortable night of sleep, but I was laughing hysterically, and woke up with like two hours of sleep to. A beautiful, not so sunrise because there was clouds everywhere, and it was like, do I love it? Do I hate it? And it's like, it just the the experience alone could have I could have sat in the car and been miserable and cold and annoyed and cranky because I didn't sleep and this and that. No, I sat. I took a step back, realized, okay, I'm here with one of my best friends, Mm -hmm. um, and we just had probably the shittiest night of sleep, and we're all in the same boat, and. We're in Maine, and the f- the the fall foliage is booming. Yeah, and we didn't see that going up because we drove up at night. So we wake up to all these colors, and it's like, okay, I could sit there and be like, "Damn, that was the worst night of my life," no. or I could be like, "Damn, do you see these fucking leaves outside?" Yeah, like and it's crazy. And you're not gonna be
1: there forever, right? right? And like you said, we're all in the same situation, so. I mean that's just that's just the way I view so many things. We have gotta just understand
0: life issues, yeah. everything, everything, every everything that's wrong in in today's country, um. Everything could be related to that. Yeah, you could think like, "Damn, my life is so bad," or "Damn, my life is so good." But at the end of the day, like, you got to take a step back, and like I said, we're all on the same boat.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. You so you went up to Maine, uh, my partners parents have a a house up there and we went up to stay at her parents house it's it's awesome it's really awesome you can't even it's really 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 awesome it's um the property that that they have was like oh my gosh so you you know it's down a mountain road or Mm. you know like a country road the neighbors are like all a mile apart from each other but when you make the left to go down the driveway you're driving for almost a mile and it's just all woods and foliage, and you can't see the house at all from the road. And it's like, by the time you get there, you're so apart from everyone else. You, you I feel like it's where you're, you are yeah. <laughs> screaming, no one can you hear you. But, yeah. um, it's awesome up there. It's really, really awesome up there. I wish I could go back to Maine.
0: There, there were places there where I felt like, okay, if I fell down this cliff and cracked my right. neck, no one's finding me right. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I have no cell service and yep. it's fine. I'm here and, yeah. and the moment is great. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to enjoy it right now. Uh, exactly. But, yeah. uh, it's just, uh, it's a different life, man. And, and that's not to take away from people that are content with just going to work and coming home, playing video games all day. You know what I mean? Like, like everybody has their, their niche, you mm-hmm. know? And, and it, imagine if we were all, you know, travel junkies or or road trip junkies imagine that like how yeah we need the other people that are into other things you know what i mean it it can't all be the same that's a good point um
1: creatives and non-creatives you know when you call someone a non-creative it sounds like you're labeling them something bad i don't know i don't really view it that way but it's funny the point you made because those people they do they go to work they eat the same lunch every day they come home that's fine. They sit on their couch and they watch TV. As long or, as they're or, okay with it, or, that's fine. Right. Or they enjoy something else that a creative person made for them <laughs> yeah. to sit down and right. enjoy. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, because for every creative, you need you need a fan. You need a, yeah. um an
1: audience member, a patron an for the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, all that.
0: All that. Um, I think though that to bring it way the fuck back to what stemmed mm-hmm. this whole conversation, um, I think that. Wherever it is, however it happens, that creative space needs to happen. Yeah, the one that Jeff and I are talking about.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. When you told me you were thinking about a space, I didn't know that you had one in mind. Because, of course, I'd love to have you open up a space in New London. Uh, there's all types of size I know. places there.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, uh, and some uh, my ears of them have some
1: of them have views of the water. My um, ears are open. But the space that you're talking about here in Groton, uh, the the uh, Paul's TV. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a great space. Um there could be a lot done with it. And then there's also the old Napa place that's just down the road a bit from that. Hmm. They're almost like neighbors. Uh, I but think they're on I the same side of the about. street. Okay. Um and I always like that building. I don't know why that speaks to me. I always imagined for a business I'd like to own would be like a linear building. And it's right
0: next to the highway.
1: Yeah, it's right next
0: to the you highway. Can't complain. No, you cannot. Um I think I think it has to happen though, because I don't know how I'm going to do it, right? And and part of um part of the process of doing it is being here. And yeah. I mentioned that to you earlier, it's yeah, like yeah. being present. The 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 two or three days that I'm here a week um and for those of you who know me personally you know why I'm up here for two days a week, <laughs> but um w- when I'm here for two days a week, I feel like I get a week or two worth of work done. Like, it's a lot of shit to do in 48 hours. You know what I mean? That's and the excellent pe- time management. It, it's fucking crazy. And it's really, I, I feel like I'm aging because of it. Because it's like, yeah. I want, I am the type of person to have a set schedule, have a routine, and get shit done that way. When I have a lot of question marks and, like, rescheduling and saying, hey, man, can you come tomorrow instead of today? Because because i was stuck at work you know like now i gotta no i like to have a routine every day where it's like okay let's just say for example thursdays and fridays i record from i don't know five to seven and that's that yeah i can't do that now because a lot of people love their weekend time and i can't provide yeah i'm one of those people but Saturday's
1: an exception i like my sundays but saturday saturday i'm open but no i mean that's that's just how life works uh J- just you and I meeting at 1 o'clock, and you know, it ended up being a little later. Right, I was just approaching where we were supposed to meet, and yeah. I ran into somebody that I've been, of course, working with um, via Facebook Messenger and mm. um, email about researching a project here in London. Nice. And I've never met the person in life, or in real life. <laughs> of course, I bump into him when right. I'm like a minute from where you're parked. Hey, and I'm I was like, not worried about it. Ah, but I had that conversation, and I was glad to finally meet him. But, I mean, it just it happens at the end right. of the day it's it's better to be too busy and have all this going on and you know sit down at the end of the day and go oof that was a long one then you know just
0: i'm just excited for cuz i know it's going to happen i'm just excited for to get there i feel like it will you know because i i feel like the people that i have in my life right now you know one of them yep. jeff yep. um but you know how jeff is and Tenacious. imagine that times 3 or 4 yeah. i have like three or four creative like staples in my life that i could rely on every week and if i keep that group close knit yep we could all find a way for all of us to really make it to the next level and make what we love doing profitable um and interact creatively with the community and everything like that
1: yeah there's there's definitely i've always admired well i've been admiring what Groton's done in the last few years with, um, with its commercial spaces and retail spaces. I really, really have, um, with, uh, you guys thinking of opening a business out here, Jeff's tenacious. I I trust in his ability, you know. And you guys seem like you're also. Uh, we're not
0: set re- we're, ready to go get it. We're you know? not set on Groton, though. I I know I know yeah. I I see it I see it in your eyes. You're like, <laughs> do you want to come to New London? I don't mind anywhere. No, no, anywhere no. I'm at. I what don't care. I was
1: actually gonna make the point I was actually gonna make is, um, you know, again, you guys are creatives and you're you know looking to do the damn thing, and you know, even something like a global pandemic doesn't scare creatives no. it, 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 in New London. In the last year and a half, dealing with the pandemic, we lost some businesses like a lot of places have. But also in the last year and a half, there's been three new businesses open in New London and they're all run by artists. Mm. So, I mean, what What does that really tell you? What does that really tell you? One of them is a tattoo shop, uh, Ruckus Tattoo on Mm -hmm. State Street. Um, Inside of Ruckus Tattoo is uh, One Up Gallery an art gallery mm-hmm. and then there's also creative connection
0: creative connection i, I know them
1: i was gonna say i i yeah. think you should link up with them well, or at least look into them because they they do some similar services right. some,
0: some similar services my buddy uh Vito, he's been on the show um he's a part of elevated creative society yep he works closely with them yeah and introduced me to them i'm actually gonna have i'm trying to have the owner on the show um soon so yep. i told him i would reach out and let is him that mind. andrew I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: He's another. He's another busy New London creative. There yeah. are a lot of us. There are I a know. lot of us, and that's, if I may, why I'm running because I would be looking to represent them. They're busy doing. That's stuff. awesome. I admire them so much. They're actually my heroes. I've said before, and you kind of mentioned it before too. Um, I am an artist, but I don't get to practice as much as I would like to, Mm. but I'm out here fighting for it. I want them to be able to do it. It, I I feel like I'm in a good enough place now where I can, and I have an interest in it. I have an interest in figuring out the the language municipality speaks. A lot of artists have no taste for that, and that's Mm. fine. They should be creating and doing what they're strong at, but I want them to have an ally in their city government.
0: Well, that's, I I think, I feel like a broken record, but I say this on almost every show. That's why I love this area more than... um, Uh, where I'm from, my hometown. Because we do have creative people there, but they're so focused on themselves. It's not like a we mentality. No, it is a a New London. It is a I first and then us. You know what I mean? And it sucks because it's like, damn, imagine the shit we could have done together if we worked together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I just had uh, Pebbles from Jamin 1077 on the show last week. And uh, she pretty much said, like, Southeast Connecticut is like a different breed of people like they just love to come together when it comes to art and it comes to being creative they love to collaborate and and they're um embraceful and they and they really don't mind putting what they're doing personally off to the side to help somebody else get yeah. to that point you know what i mean and it's so hard to find that so hard
1: yeah that's that's a good point um and i, I you know i like i i've compared new london to philadelphia where I went to school in Philadelphia and they just love their city um, so much. They're so, uh, people from New London, or people from Philadelphia are so proud to be from Philadelphia. Mm. Um, And I hadn't seen anything like that after leaving college until I moved to New London. They're fierce, it's infectious, you get wrapped up in it. And you you feel like you want to be that proud too. And then eventually you are that proud.
0: That's where I am. Listen, I live in Groton. I love New London. Though, yeah, you know, and I don't know if there's like a, like a rivalry or whatever. No, but I, I, it doesn't matter to me because I love New London, and um. You know, if if the opportunity presents itself for me to, bring what I'm doing here, over there. I'm gonna take it, regardless of of how it works, and um. Well, I'm trying to set the table for you, man. <laughs> I mean, Laura, it looks like you and I are gonna be in. in, in <laughs> if in I can touch. get in there,
1: I'll have the table set yeah. for you, my it, brother. It's
0: crazy uh, that it's crazy though that um that New London is like it's so night and day different than Groton. Mm-hmm. Groton, I feel like, is more. Let me word this right before I get like jumped outside. But um, <laughs> I feel like Groton is is like more open and quiet, whereas New London has like bars and businesses, and it feels like a city. Where mm-hmm. here it's it like does. it feels like it feels like kind of like my hometown, where it's like you have a bar here or there, a restaurant here or there, but a lot of land and, and like open space and yeah. like not. But I like I like. The reason why I live in Groton and not New London is I love the city, yeah. but I also love to be able to sleep outside of the city. Yeah. If I – because they have par- – I hear it from yeah. here. They have music playing, yeah. parties, oh, and, yeah. and I lived in a city, and I did not like it, but yeah. I love to go to it. So yeah. it's like how do I get the best of both worlds? Well, I think you know, live like five minutes from the city. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: No, that's that's good. I used to live in Groton as well um, when I very first moved to – connecticut i lived in groton and then quickly moved over to waterford and then eventually new london where i still am actually or obviously but um yeah the the uh the the point you made about you know all the creatives being in new london and still feeling like they're not having to just be focused on themselves that it can be a, a group mentality and a we mentality. I do appreciate that about New London and its arts community. It does view itself as a community. I, right. I know I know New London artists who probably wouldn't like to be in, uh, uh, attached to something called an arts industry, mm. but we have an arts industry, for sure, and they're in it.
0: And but I think that mentality is not just specific to yes, New London is really good with it, but I think that stretches all the way up to Providence, Rhode Island.
1: It does, and the other way, too.
0: There are so many creatives.
1: Old Lyme, Old Lyme is, is... Perhaps
0: to Old Lyme, from is Old Lyme to Providence. Art central in Old Lyme. For even, sure. Even
1: if uh, the the people in charge at, in Old Lyme don't realize it. I right. mean, it is. Right. <laughs> but they have the they have the uh, academy and everything. It's got a huge presence, but it feels different.
2: It does. Than New London. It, it, it
1: feels different. New London, I feel like, and this area, too, we benefit from the coastal, the, our, our proximity to the coast. Right. And I feel like that's the difference between us and New York City. Obviously, there's a million differences between us and New York City. but oh, for sure. But people do still get wrapped up in, in a conversation that sort of feels like they're comparing us to the city, mm. which I think is ridiculous. But I get what they're doing. And I think the major difference besides size is that we still have that, like, even though we're like an urban area in new london and we are viewed as like a city and we have Mm. a legit downtown area with neon signs and Mm. everything um we are still so heavily influenced by um those of us that grew up on the beach right in like stonington or or over over near water uh ocean beach Uh, well compared
0: to ledger it's definitely a city yeah (laughs) and so and so like
1: it's it's like I said, urban and and bordering on metropolitan, the way it feels sometimes. No. But there's that that part of it that exists that we can't let go of, and it separates no, us it's out. No,
0: it's like a city, but a home a hometown vibe. You yeah, know what I mean,
1: yeah, I definitely agree and with that. A hometown camaraderie. I definitely
2: agree with that.
0: Um, but that's the but that does not like that that doesn't exist everywhere. Like no. I'm from Naugatuck, and we do not have that. Yeah. we have a lot of cranky people and um and I wish it was more like that you know what I yeah. mean I will always love Naugatuck. Naugatuck is my hometown I talk shit on them all the time because well get your shit together you know what <laughs> I mean <laughs> maybe you guys
2: <laughs> like,
0: believe me
1: I have things to say that are critical of my own city I'm running for council in it I mean like right, you got some things going for you not do not only do I think that things could be done differently in my city I'm trying to do them myself <laughs>
0: well, you got a lot going for you, you got First of all, you know how to hold a conversation. Second of all, (laughs) um, you're well in touch with creatives. And you know what I am, and 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 I'm proud of it. Yeah, and people that are passionate about things, you seem to be very involved in other people's um, business ideas, um, creative ideas, anything that is involving of art or creativity or even community. um, And marketing and promoting. Yeah and there's you know and that that but that all wraps up together mm-hmm. you know what i mean it like really does it, 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 and you can't have one without the other no. like this show for this show to i feel like this show could probably do way bigger numbers than what i'm doing now and maybe the missing piece is marketing maybe the missing piece is updating my cameras or maybe the missing mm-hmm. piece is i don't know
1: i don't know what it is well marketing can always um do 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 what you need it let me start again if you want to elevate your business if you want to increase visibility any of that stuff i mean marketing is going to be the way you do it right but there's there's two things you can't just talk the talk which is marketing mm. but marketing is effective when you've got something actually worth marketing when you've got when you are right. walking the walk as well so i mean for a podcast and what you're looking to do people would get the concept so it would be incumbent upon you and whoever's marketing and promoting for you to establish why you're different than mm. the other things that are similar to this.
0: I just want know? to talk to different people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want, because we have a lot going on lately, and I I feel like the missing piece to all these people arguing like on social media and in real life and all this tension – could be resolved with communication
2: yeah you know what i mean that's open
0: communication and 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 it's like it it was very evident in my life that i was lacking communication so what better way to gain communication than have a hour and a half with somebody every week yeah get the hours in (laughs) you know i'm thinking
1: of uh, a phrase consistently inconsistent Mm. and it seems to me like you do something different every week, but you don't, you know, like you're doing the same thing every week, but it doesn't right. feel the same because of the right. because of the guests. So yeah. there's that, yeah. you know. so I hit
0: record. That's the same thing th- I do every week. Yeah, that's I where sit it in ends. this chair I put my headphones on. I hit record, and that's the same every week. Yeah. However, whoever I'm talking to, yeah, um, we could go on to crazy shit, yeah, or more professional shit, or like crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, um. A lot of people, they uh, they definitely got the wrong impression of my podcast when I first started because, well, I was very intoxicated and being funny as fuck. Yeah. I feel funny as fuck, <laughs> uh, probably not to other people, but um, with my high school friends and yeah. just having a good time, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I missed going to the bar and and socializing, like... People don't understand. You take – as humans, we are like ingrained with this in our DNA where once we lose the sense of um, not fitting in because that sounds like you're desperate for someone to reach out. But once you lose that ability to communicate with your community or engage in conversation, you really – You really start to change as a person. You know what I mean? Like, spending a month alone in Thailand, I I broke down in a hotel in my hotel room for like four days straight. Yeah, because just not having human interaction with people that I'm familiar with. Yeah, or just not having that. You know what I mean? Nobody speaks English in Thailand. Yeah, and just missing that. It means so much. Like people do not realize how much communication can shape who you are like me talking to you right now I might say something that might influence the way you think for the rest of your life right or vice versa right you know what I mean like it it's very important so that's what that's what the podcast turned into. It originally it just started out like, yo, I love podcasts. I could say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody can touch me. I swear like a bitch on here. <laughs> uh well it depends on who I have over. If I if I have to feel them out, I'm like, yo, are you cool? Can I swear on you? You're gonna <laughs> think I'm like unprofessional, but I don't care. I mean, like I said, um this show is just a, a free for all really. But it's funny it's funny to meet um, you know, talking to
1: people as I run because there is that that knee jerk reaction. Your instinct says like sit up straight and right. you know you know, but people are they're just normal. That it's, era is over. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I, I love I love when I go out and do campaign stuff in a T shirt. Mm. Because like, come on, what do you want from me? You know, right. like I I do enjoy dressing up, you know, to go out to places and stuff like that. But I really and truly feel like as speaking as somebody who has always Followed politics and like I get it. I mean, mm-hmm. I get it. I know what I am out here doing. Oh, for sure. Uh, and I also feel like if I was to polish myself up every day and tuck in my shirt and constantly look like I wasn't comfortable in my own clothes, people right. are, it just looks like if you look like you are like a show, it looks like a show, and it looks like one you are not putting on very well. Right. If I can just show up and be like, hey, this is what's going on, and I am not like adjusting my tie and like every two seconds taking, yeah. making sure my shoes are shiny. Or, I mean, it's just you know who ended that front.
0: era, right? I think. I might be mistaken. I don't know th- I don't know which one. It might be Steve Jobs or Mark Z- Mark Zuckerberg, but when they like were showing up to m- CEO meetings in like a hoodie. Oh, like right, that, right. That that started Yeah, I'm started, sure it was one of those two Right, but that started the new era of, yo, we don't have to fucking wear a suit and tie.
1: And I'm wonder I'm wondering that must have happened. Let's see. Obama became president in 2008. Do you think what you're describing was before then, right before then? Yeah, because, so. of, yeah because yeah, because Obama. Be- I would say so. Obama got so popular using Facebook, mm. um, and and, and what, what what technology does for a, a candidate can be talked about too. But just real quick, uh, there was a strict rule when George W. Bush was president that if you were in the White House or if you were in the Oval Office, you needed your jacket on. Like you, it was like, you know, oh, yeah opposite of what we're describing and i don't know if obama was aware of this when he decided this but he would be in the white in the oval office himself like with no jacket on and his his, his sleeves like oh for pushed sure pushed up yeah and it like made people lose their mind and i'm right. like i right. can't think of a more insignificant fucking thing to be mad about than that
2: Why? why do people why? roll their sleeves up why why do why?
1: people roll their sleeves up because, because they're working, right? You know what I mean. Right. This isn't vanity. I'm doing mm. something. I'm concentrating.
0: I'm trying to get something done. And, and just think, think of just the rea- so Just think of the reality of it. Imagine having to wake up every day and put a fucking suit on. No. For ten. Uh, for the, pretty much for the entire time that you're awake. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. The only can... time you get a break from a, a suit is maybe after dinner when I, you're getting ready for bed. I really can't imagine that. That for life... four years or eight. For, no, you, your
1: whole life. Sometimes it's their it's their whole life. If you're president, yeah. But I mean, like, it, that. It goes, yeah, it goes, it that. goes beyond that. They nope. just dress like that all the time. I, you, I couldn't do it.
0: You put me in that presidential chair. Yeah. All right. I'm wearing jeans, and on Sundays Crocs. I'm wearing a Giants jersey. <laughs> and then, oh, I'm definitely wearing Crocs. Crocs uh, yeah. are life, man. I, yeah. I, people are gonna talk so much shit on me, but. I love Crocs. Basket- Crocs are comfy. Basketball shorts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Basketball shorts, sweatpants.
1: I cannot get down with Crocs. Now, I like... I know you can't. I like I, slides. I, 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 kind of <laughs> that, no, I kind of felt that. I kind of felt
0: that. I kind of felt that energy as soon as I said it. You're like, oh, this motherfucker, man. <laughs> this Croc wearing... No.
1: <croc-wearing> <laughs> now, one time I saw a picture of Jack Nicholson in purple Crocs, and I thought... Nice.
0: nice yeah yeah i mean that's nice. that's overdoing it that but makes it now
1: no, purple for him that's
0: actually money uh, okay that makes sense all right,
1: all right like i really don't like crocs but i was
0: like that's man, you know that I, makes don't sense. Like? I don't like these fucking buttons they're putting on them you got all these yeah. dazzled little attachments to your feet some of them just <laughs> hang off of it like what are you doing oh, i don't, I don't get it i don't get it
1: yeah they're dressing them up and it is funny it's funny how things like that happen like crocs are meant to be like like I'm I'm it's it's a simple thing, mm. right? Like I said, I like slides. I like mm. the appeal of not having to bend over to put my shoes on. I mm. get it. I just don't like the way they look, but I get it.
0: I don't like the way they look either. But
1: but it's a sim it's simplistic, mm. right? Almost I think is, is part of their appeal and now they're all bedazzled they and shit sli- again. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: They are slippers <laughs> with grip. Pretty much. They're slippers with grip. And you... you don't even have to worry about like like putting them it, like washing the fabric part of it because there's no fat, it's all plastic. You yeah. can literally just hose them down if, if, yeah, if you like step in shit. I don't know.
1: I see, uh, I see people wear them as servers, they have non slip crocs, and I'm like, wow, they've thought of everything.
0: Well, I mean, they're just pieces of rubber around your feet, they're like wearing shoes, but not wearing shoes. I want
1: high heel crocs. Where are those?
0: Red bottoms, <laughs> red bottom <laughs> crocs, red bottom crocs, <laughs> red bottom crocs. Oh, Cheers man. to that. <laughs> That's fucking but, funny, but, uh, yeah, if I in the beginning of the podcast, like when I started it, I would name each episode, and if I had to name this one, it'd be red. Bottom red crocs. bottom crocs. Yeah. Now I just put the name there. Yeah, yeah. no, red bottom crocs
1: is funny because definitely people are gonna be like, "Please don't tell me this is real." Are they really red bottom? They crocs? They probably
0: are. They probably <laughs> yeah, I know. Have
1: them. We, we're joking, but I bet you. I bet they you're...
0: have literally my 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 best friend's uh, fiance. Uh, she has probably enough crocs where she could open up a store wow and it's not healthy and i try tell i try telling her i try telling her but she don't listen
1: she i just... mean again i don't like to bend over to put my shoes on but i do sometimes but that's commitment though. i understand that i have
0: to when you have point. over 20 <laughs> pairs of something that's commitment yeah it i is. think 20 is the number what's the price point on crocs well crocs have gone up they've gone up. inflation yes oh my yes Lord. pieces of rubber have gone up i thought you were going to say they've gone down no, yeah, like no I think they're like sixty bucks now. They're almost like sneakers now at this point.
1: Speaking of that, does Yeezy have a version of Crocs? Cause I'm sure those I'm sure they bucks. do.
0: Yes, Crocs are Crocs are taking over the world. Wow. And if you're not with it, then I don't know. You're <laughs> <miss the> <laughs> yeah,
1: I need to get on board. I need to get on board.
0: Yeah. So why don't we why don't we shift the conversation to um, the campaign that you're are you
2: running?
1: Doing. Oh, I'm running. Sorry. I'm not
2: running. Does it look like I run? No, I don't fucking run. I'm not, not with that T-shirt for, on. Well, you ain't running. He's nuts. <laughs> uh, Is that nephew, a middle finger, sir? Dude, my nephew. That's not how you get votes. No, no, not at all.
0: That's why I'm like kind of like this. Don't look at my shit yeah. My nephew's a piece of work. Man, I tell you that. Yeah. He's definitely a ballbuster. He will. He will definitely. Flame you for mm-hmm. no reason. I'm like, damn. All right. Like, yeah. thanks for that. I thought we were cool. Yeah. I thought we were. I thought it was your uncle. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm disowning. Oh you. man, I love being an uncle. It's great. I really do love being an uncle. But you have kids too. Yeah, I do. So I do. The perk that I have of being an uncle is I could get them hyper as shit. Yeah. Give them all the sugar and then give them back to their parents. Yeah. Here you go. Not deal with the aftermath of it and yeah. they get all pissed. Like, yo, you gave them ice cream. We're gonna have dinner in like 30 minutes. Now you're not. Sorry. Not now. Sorry, yeah, I was really like just
1: me. looking to make them think I'm cool, which <laughs> worked really well. So right. this is all your problem now. <laughs> I used to be
0: cool and then my niece, she got like too old too quick and now she's all like sassy like
1: speaking of creatives and this subject, my niece her name is Tasha, I love her to pieces. She is uh she lives in in Houston but she's super creative. Makes her own clothes and like awesome. things that go in the kitchen. She's just wonderful but my favorite part about her is that at age 30, sorry, Tasha, um, <laughs> she she still reaches out to me and, and says, Anka, I need help with this. Or That's awesome. What would you do with Isn't that rewarding? I've, got, I've gotten a picture of two things she was holding at Home Depot. Mm. Like, w- which one do I get? You know yeah. what I mean, and it, like, thank yeah. God I saw that when it came through because I would feel terrible if like I missed that one and like dropped
2: the ball
0: on it.
1: Yeah, because yeah. then you know now she's like, well, damn, this guy didn't help me, and I don't know which one to pick. Maybe you she can't didn't rely get either on him one. Anymore, Yeah, like, yeah, yeah it's just, uh, but it 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 makes me happy that she does that.
0: It's a good feeling being yeah. an uncle. You 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 have influence on someone's life that, like, obviously you are going to influence your kid's life, but the extension of that would be having a niece or nephew and really influencing them and shape it It, like not necessarily every day, um, like raising them, but every once in a while, just dropping, dropping little
1: dimes. You know how I look at it? Like a teacher, Mm. because as the adult, right, you got that, you have that authority so that they're listening to your words Mm. or they're hearing your words, they'll stand around and hear you if they listen is a different thing. But, um, you know, they, they, they respect your opinion, they'll listen to your, your opinion, and you've got that authority, but you don't possess that thing that parents right. possess that make it so that right. the authority is the reason they don't like you. Isn't right. that funny? And it's just like a teacher. And I, I'm not a teacher. I admire teachers with everything I have. It's the most important job someone could have.
0: Oh, for sure. There's You're shaping do, the future. Yeah,
1: there's doctors and right. there's, there's 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 uh nurses and, and first responders and all of these important jobs, but they all work were, were like coached into these positions right. by teachers. They you know, they were it's they, just they the were, most important. Yeah, profession. for sure. Um, but I've gotten a chance to talk to kids um with some of the groups I'm on and it's sacred. It's sacred to sit to, to that that exchange, that dynamic, that opportunity to mm-hmm. stand in front of a group of youths and tell them, you know, <laughs> yeah. about yeah. working in radio. You have to get it all out, youths, yeah, youth. Sure. Uh, but it's sacred. I really believe that, and uh, it's a great feeling, you know, to be able to, to talk to them. And, and the fact is, you could be shaping these kids. You could you could right. be shaping them. And right. when I realize that, that's why I use the word sacred. And uh, I was I was happy for the opportunity to talk to some kids in NFA about the you know the public art group that I'm on, um, but it, it's those kinds of interactions and 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 activities in the community that I endure that make me feel like it's really important. For me to try and do what I'm looking oh. to do, oh, because for sure. I look at their faces, and I know this sounds so corny, but I look at their little faces, and I just think like, man, are you going to be disappointed when you see what we have waiting for you? Right? You know what I'm saying? Right. And so it's like if I can make a little change, because they're so
0: oblivious, because they're not really listening to yeah. what you're saying. No, you know God them, right? bless them. They're not. Yeah.
1: Don't don't pay attention to what we have right. going on. They're not they're only will you like, be disappointed, when's but you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. but but at the end of the day though as an adult looking at them you're like damn this is the future yeah. what am i going to do to make sure that their life is better than mine yeah that's all it's about yes. really whether you're talking about raising your kids whether you're talking about um changing the the mentality and the culture of your town whether anything yeah. the future should be the the goal of the future should be better than the past
1: I'm glad you said that. You're going to be a great parent, by the way. You're going to be a great parent. What my philosophy is is you should, you know, be, you know, among other things. I, I'm trying to make my kids better than me. I want them. To That's be exactly better what I'm saying. Me. Yes. I'm good at so many fucking things. Who cares? I want mm. them to be better at more than me. You mm. know, and, and make it look like I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. That's really my goal with anything. I just want them to be better than me, and you know, get getting a chance to, to run. My kids are ten. Emma is 10 and Elijah is 8. Crucial ages. And they're both so goddamn smart. And, you know, just walking across the street with them to the restaurant we love to go to to get lunch. Um, you know, we we use the crosswalk. And my kids have been, they, they've experienced it themselves. This is magical. My kids holding my hands, either hand, right? We're standing at the curb waiting at the crosswalk for these cars to acknowledge what the fuck a crosswalk is because when right. you see me standing right. there whether i'm holding my kids hands or not you need to stop oh for sure so they don't always do that right. and so my
0: kids unless it has a light though if it has a light i feel like you you have you have to wait for the light oh the, the no, no, crosswalk no. light yeah yeah i think you have to wait till it says walk for you to be able to walk oh no no no, no. we're not talking about that it's just i'm talking a, about a straight. normal yeah crosswalk yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah, and then also I'm holding two kids' hands. Right. Like, what, what are you looking at? You yeah. don't notice this. Yeah. But, I mean, just this simple point that when I explain to my kids, so oh, so they've, they've seen examples of people not acknowledge what they know a crosswalk is. Mm. And so the best way I can explain to them what I was running to do when I told them that I was going to run was I said, you know, when we go to Mr. G's and, you know, they we wait to cross the street and people don't stop, us like they should and they both understand and i said well if daddy can become a city councilor, i can maybe make it so that those people would get in more trouble if they don't listen to the rule to let right. us walk and maybe when people hear that that's going to happen to them if they don't acknowledge what a crosswalk mm-hmm. is they'll stop and acknowledge it right and that's how my kids understood what I was looking to do for sure—that that there's something a... that needed to change in the community that they actually have felt, and I'm trying to change it. So that's how it's clicked for it, them. Yeah,
0: they made you made it make sense. Now, um I'm not gonna lie, I was that person until I moved to Portugal, yeah and in Portugal, and I'm sure most of Europe, mm-hmm. they will fucking pick up a cobblestone and huff it at your car. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't stop no, no seriously i when i first got to portugal i think i rented a car i didn't stop and this dude got so fucking pissed wow. so pissed almost to the point where i almost hit him because he started walking and rightfully so yeah. you know what i mean that was my ignorance um he started walking and i just kept going wow. and um he was really upset and very animated. He was really upset. He, was... <laughs> he, was... he wrote me an angry letter yes. later that day. Yeah, he... <laughs> he left me a bad comment on my YouTube page. But, uh, nah, he he was definitely like, who the fuck is this American and really? why? Why? But no, it's 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 a real thing. Like every crosswalk. You see yeah. somebody walking up to it, you have to stop. Yeah. and that, But that's a cultural thing. We don't yeah. teach that. We barely teach people how to drive a car.
1: You know what we teach people to do? Rush
0: rush yeah i'm guilty of it as hurry fuck. up hurry up guilty of hurry it up. as fuck yeah. i i forgot like five things in my whole town coming here yeah. for the weekend yeah. because i was in a rush yeah we, that's that's our culture is rush 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 go 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 money 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 yeah and i am a preacher for this europe is so much chill europe is like this glass of whiskey yeah you yeah. put ice in it you let it melt and you just <laughs> chill yeah <clears throat> You know what I mean? But that's a good America's point. like a fucking Red Bull. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, go, god, that's go. a
1: good one. Man, that's a good one. I wish I could show you the image now. I saw in home goods I had to, or TJ Maxx I had to take a picture of it. But it was they had this this shelf and it was like all this pottery and like like gla- stoneware that you could like drink out of and stuff. All yeah. these different things. Uh and it was like they th- had a tag. This one was made in Portugal. This one was made in Venezuela. And all these beautiful pieces. And then the last piece was <laughs> it was a box of wine glasses. Oh, and no. they had bedazzled American flags on them. And it was, was just like, made? oh, my <laughs> goodness. It was just such a stark reminder of like, oh,
0: come on. We could be so much better. Come on. We could be so much
1: better. Um, we had culture once.
0: We did. And – once you see this is not a negative to having multiple cultures come together because that's what we are. We are a country of multiple cultures coming together. Um, The the one, the one of the very few cons I could think of for having that is the fact that when you have so much culture, you don't know which one to pick. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're a jack of all trades and a master of none where it's like, we can't, fully like like for example the crosswalk thing Mm -hmm. in portugal everyone's on board that's pretty standard that's almost like giving someone the finger if you don't stop you know what i'm saying yeah um here it's like fuck it whatever Yeah, yeah but some people religiously will stop here you know what i mean but there's so many different upbringings so many different cultures so many different influences it's like you can never just have
1: like I, I bet you in portugal i guess per capita is the way to the phrase i'm looking for but i bet you in portugal there's less drivers yeah i'll, I'll bet you this this phenomena th- this is. phenomenon that you're pointing out and and re- that you realized is not that hard to figure out
0: it's called public transportation yeah there's Efficient less there's less trans- drivers yep. so
1: more of them depend on that mode of transportation and the the, the
0: drivers that there are they end up like unfortunately killing themselves because in portugal um we have the i'm not sure if it still stands today but we definitely have one of the highest per capita um deaths by automobile accidents partially due to um alcohol and just speeding and being dumb but they'll stop at every fucking crosswalk yeah don't you let them fool you yeah no but it, it it's not all good like i said it that was just one con yeah to that mixture of cultures. We have so many pros. You know what I mean? But yeah. but so does Portugal. Portugal has pros and cons too. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like – I think if I could relate this country's well-being and health to um, anything, I would compare it to I-95 hmm. where it's always under construction. Oh, it's wow. been under construction since before I was born, and it's still under construction to this day. And it will be when I die. Yeah. It, I ninety five will never be a hundred percent fully constructed.
1: Yeah, it does feel that way. That's actually a good way to put it. Um if yeah <laughs> Yeah, when you talk about the American healthcare system saying always under construction, that's think, just think being about it. generous, just but think it's about accurate it. as fuck.
0: Not healthcare. I'm talking about just like the well being. Like Oh, oh yeah. Like just anything, like yeah. uh social issues, a- anything, anything you want to put on the table, anything. It's like we always we my 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 point was to try to find a healthy balance, but I don't think we'll ever find a healthy balance. And, and, and that's not me being negative; it's me being realistic. Yeah. Based off of where we're at, where we came from, and how we got here, there's no healthy balance of all these um, different opinions and like different. Uh, groups. Everybody's just like divided right now. Leadership. You know I mean?
1: Leadership is the answer for oh, that. Oh, for sure. And you know about that well, shit too. Well, we ping we ping pong in America. Right. We ping pong in America. Um, I'm a little hesitant to call Bill Clump. Bill Clump. What the? Bill Clump. F- Bill Clump. Bill Clump. <laughs> I'm a little, Hi, I'm
0: Bill Clump. I'm hesitant
1: to call <laughs> Bill Clinton. I'm a little hesitant to call Bill Clinton a liberal, but he was certainly a Democrat, and after he was out of office then we got a republican that Mm. was a really right-leaning republican and then after that we got a black democrat and then after that we got the devil incarnate and now we have a black woman you know what i mean and it's just like we really like to ping pong right we really like to ping pong and no one is really that good at just keeping us on a steady path that includes everyone if we're going to be on a path we can't be on a path without there being a really big group of people excluded. That's mm. just way too common. And sometimes I'm in favor of, like, I'm supportive, or what is it? I, I stand in, in solidarity with the people being um, forgotten, and sometimes I don't. Like, when mm. Obama was president, I felt like people that I liked were in charge or whatever, and I didn't like when Republicans were in charge or whatever. But they're really, that really speaks to a larger problem of why do we keep segmenting things like that? I'm running right. as a Green Party candidate even though i've been a democrat my whole life i was just gonna say that yeah because jeff is
2: all
0: about the independent party yeah because and
1: because he's not about a party at all right 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 that's really what it is and so that's even, where i'm at that's where i'm that's, over that's, this shit. dude that's where i'm at <laughs> how come i
0: didn't see you until today but you know what's crazy though? <laughs> you know what's you know it's fucking wild most people are that way i know it most people are that way and the, the problem is is that Influence influence kills us every day. Mm-hmm. When you start fucking with the media mm-hmm. and you start listening to Fox News and CNN mm-hmm. and you really start paying attention to how they're giving you the news, you'll realize, oh, wait a second. They are literally telling me a story that happened, but the way they're telling me is to hate somebody. Yes. They are telling you this story to hate somebody. They're not telling you the story they're straight up. They're
1: not giving you the information. Right. Well, they, you had the right word, story. That's not information. Information information. can be listed in bullet points, right? You know, a story is something different. Editorializing.
0: I could go on for hours about how I hate the media Mm -hmm. and how I believe the media is the root of all the. I mean, granted, you know, like for example, racism. Racism exists in America because partially with how people are being up, like brought to life. Yeah. You know what I mean how people are being raised. I feel like um like for example well, white. yeah, it's taught. It's Racism taught. is taught. Look in the look in the sandbox. Exactly. Look in the sandbox. It's taught. If you put you can't the same if you put the you can't. If you put the if you put a child with a set of racist parents and you take that same exact child with a set, uh, with with normal parents, mm-hmm. I, I want to say normal because yeah, it's it, fine. it's fucking normal that's to applicable. be like Not Loving to everybody. It's normal to not be racist. But um, you take that same kid, they're they're going to go off of what you said. And that stems back to what we talked about as far as like raising our kids to be better than us. Right? Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people in America are not doing that. So that's why we still have these issues. That's why things are not changing. That's why you'll always have that. My thing with the media is that they are pretty much like – Encouraging that without encouraging that you know what i mean well it gets
1: a lot of clicks right i mean you, right you can you can, like cnn would maybe put out a company-wide statement that says like we're anti-racist or whatever that,
0: are you though but but are you though But you
1: keep but you keep putting out stories that are interesting to people that want to read about these things still happening right and that that's that could be either side maybe i'm a racist and i want to hear a story about you know somebody who hmm. hit somebody with their fucking car that was there to protest you know what right. i mean like and I, I did that guy even go to jail i can't remember do you remember that one what's that uh in the in the beginning i think it was north carolina i can't remember but there was um there was uh marches right the jews will not replace us and all of that and Remember, find people on both sides. You remember that whole that whole thing in the beginning of Trump's presidency? There was there was a – I think there was a protest for black lives maybe. I can't remember what it was for. But then there was an anti-protest and it was like white people with torches and they were literally screaming, <laughs> Jews will not replace us. Who's talking about this? Who who's, said that? Who's talking about Jews? Who's talking – what are you talking
0: who's, about? Yo, people who have it the worst, <laughs> let's just talk about they this. They showed up with tiki torches and – I'm just yo. saying
1: real quick though that in that crowd of uh. – protesters uh-huh. in one of those types of events some some dude ran his car into the crowd of protesters and oh, that's killed a woman
0: oh i remember that yeah. now yeah you're like, i remember what that
1: the? now calm the fuck calm down right
0: you hit right. someone with your car you yeah, like chill out because they chill were out. here for that speech cool they're equal to you like you wh- freedom what? of speech is cool whatever yeah. even if your your speech is, again, fuck, is fuck, not again fuck 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 right right <laughs> even if your speech is not cool in <laughs> right. my opinion freedom of speech is what makes this country great yeah. you can say some fucked up shit yeah. you can say you, you can make yourself look like an asshole that's cool yeah. you have the right to do that um unfortunately man i don't know it it could be two it could be a white man fighting a black man and somehow a Jew will get in like yeah. intertwined he's minding his own business
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and that's what i was trying to say earlier it's like yo jew i feel bad for jewish people because they're always getting fucked with and it's yeah. like yo they're, they're just minding their own business let them live like sometimes
1: what? they don't say anything you know? yeah there's... yeah i mean that's that's you don't have to you don't have to say anything as a, a minority group or a marginalized group you know what's in, fucking in America wild to, to me
0: with. you know what's wild to me jewish people I, I, and you could correct me if i'm wrong um but That's all right. You can just say it. Yeah. No, I don't care. Uh, I'm, just to, <laughs> I'm just trying to find how to word it. Um, but Jewish people are, are like being Jewish is equivalent to a race and it's a religion. I don't I never understood that.
1: So that's where we talk about the difference between uh, racism and prejudice, because you can be prejudiced against an overweight person. Like for for, sure. you could hate people that are overweight and you're not racist <laughs> against them yeah. you're just prejudiced like you prejudge them before uh, you talk to them okay. because you can see they have a trait that you just establish you can't stand right it could be overweight it could be black it could be jamaican but a I've, yarmulke. Heard,
0: I've heard people say black white and jewish and i'm like what the fuck are you yeah, saying that because does that not is not that sense. is not a race yeah. they are people they are people that believe in the same thing yeah it's, it's, it's wild.
1: It's, it's called Judaism. It's a religion. Right. <laughs> so,
0: so part of you know your campaign, right? Yeah. Um, the the quality that you you need, I feel like, to run for anything, um, leadership, but also preaching, um, education, and communication, right? I feel like that's where we're lacking. We're lacking in this country, mm-hmm. leadership, education, and communication. Imagine if all three of those things were solid you know because yeah, we're that's... all we're all pretty much talking about the divide in this country we're all pretty much on the same team if you really start breaking shit down if you have open communication you're like yo do you like this do you like that do you feel like this that whatever like common sense shit that because of the media and because of a lot of fucking like crazy articles um, they like they're making it like a like a like a basketball game between two rivals yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah! Instead of just being like, "Yo, I could all," you know, we could all get on board with this or whatever. Just like common sense shit that yeah. is now being, um, like, categorized to which side you're on. Yeah, well, so that's, it, that's, it's so stupid. It's so dumb.
1: It's um, we've always known the two party system stifles us, mm. and they found a way to make it worse. <clears throat> it, it, it used it, to be that you yeah. only. Try to promote what's happening in your party, right? And that means you know you have opponents in the other party, but your mission is only to promote what's what you're happening doing. in your party. Now, not only are you encouraged to rip down your opponent, mm. that is actually the goal.
0: That that um, presidential debate between Trump and Clinton was probably the beginning of. Yeah. They were nasty to each other, man. Yeah. Nasty. I think they're both horrible people. Yeah, yeah. Um, They were nasty to each other. And the, like, they're, okay, when you're running for the president, like, of the United States, you gotta have some form of, like, professionalism. Yeah. Decorum. You know what I mean? And when you're talking crazy shit back and forth on live television with the whole country watching, that was the start that was the start of all this back and forth shit that I feel like that moment. Yeah. He, because I mean, granted there was a lot of like backlash when for example, Obama become, became president. And I feel like that was just like racist people being like, Hey, hi, I'm here. Yeah, you know what oh, I mean? Like that, pissed. but you knew it. They,
1: they needed a champion and they got one,
0: but you knew what it was. You knew what it was. You said, okay, well you guys clearly are saying this for a reason Yeah. and, and you made it clear, you know why you're saying that, Yeah. whatever that, Go away. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like this, Trump and Clinton, that was the start of like politicians taking low blows. It
1: really was. Well, remember, we all know the lock her up chant. In that first debate, he said, if I was in charge, I would lock you up. Like what? You cannot fucking say that. Right. You're talking about a difference in policy. You're talking mm. about disagreeing with an approach for a law. That's right. what they were discussing who what who cares what,
0: what what's gonna what is that gonna do for the country?
1: I can't believe he said like locking up your political enemies like that's not something we should even waste our time joking about in America because that's just not a thing. Well, it depends but if, now, they, if they now, deserve to be locked up.
0: Like, but, I think, right, which between a political them, enemy, but why talk about it at the end? You debate? can't
1: lock up a political enemy just because of that, sure. Right. If they do something wrong and they happen to be a political enemy, no one cares that they're a political enemy. You lock them up for that. For that. For that. He was like, Oh, that's how you feel about it? Well, if I was in charge, I'd lock you up. Like, that's, what the no, fuck? So, no. if you, like, take your car to get detailed and they scratch it, is that jail time too? Right. Like, where does this stop?
0: I've <laughs> said this many times that election was crap from the jump, and I feel like America would have been worse either way. You know what I mean? Whether Clinton won or not, I feel like we were entering the era of really being divided and really being, like, fucked. Either way, it was like picking between two piles of shit. Which one's going to fucking stink less? What's the South Park one? It was
1: Shit Sandwich or... (laughs) You had to choose. You had to choose between like a oh, – I can't remember what it was. I'm sure there's people listening right now that are like, oh, it was this. But it was like they made you choose between a tur- like a turd salad or a shit sandwich. Like, <laughs> which, which would you prefer? Like that was the election. That's horrible.
0: And people are like, shit sandwich all the way. <laughs> I mean, dude, what are you going to do though when you're left with two o- – you have two options. You know, and, then, and then you, you, you vote independent it's not even going to make a dent why because people are so ingrained in what they believe in they're not open-minded like that's
1: definitely if you
0: can make if you can make it make sense to me right i was raised in a very traditional catholic family from europe so you know damn well you know damn well like there's gonna be some conflicting beliefs there There, there has to be you know what i mean but that like just like racist children they're not racist but they're being raised by racists you know what I mean so it's like kind of the same thing was your
1: dad a Giants fan yeah yeah see what we're talking about here
0: all the sports teams that I like my dad liked it was inevitable it's the same thing of beliefs though yeah it is but if you can make it now that I have an adult mind and I realize okay shit things are actually crucial things are what you say is actually pretty crucial what you do or you know your actions are pretty crucial as well if you could make something make sense to me if you could sit there and, 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 whether I believe in it or not, but if you could sit there and make, for example, free healthcare make sense to me, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on board with it. You know mm. what I mean? But it's the things where it's like, if you're not educated enough to make it make sense to me, how yeah. are you going to change my mind? How yeah. are you going to change America's mind? How are you, it, And without bias, you know what I mean? Like media, the media, it fucks us big time. And, yeah. and people don't really see that. They, they think like it's the posts that you see on Facebook, that's, that's considered media, too. Yeah. And it's in your face all day, every day. It's it's in your face more than your parents I forgot, are.
1: I forgot what I looked up the other day. Yeah, because people get their news from Facebook. Um, it's an
0: influence, though. My dad I, influenced all my teams.
1: I, w- I wish that people, like articles, not memes, mm. you know, and then, you know, you, I, I wish people would get further than the headline. But um, I for- what was I looking up the other day? And I'll be goddamned if – I I Googled it. I typed in the whole name of this thing. You know how it goes. And I, mm. I hit enter, and the Facebook for it popped up above the website. And I'm like, this – Doesn't seem right. No, this isn't right. This, mm. Why is this? Why is this real? Why? Why? Who? What why? determination? And then I got really sad because I was like, actually, what if that's getting more hits than their website? Right. And you'd have to believe that that's true.
2: And, and, and I, then,
0: I know like – a lot of people are going to be like, well, this is well-deserved, but everyone should have been scared shitless when they saw that Trump got banned from these social media websites. Why do you it, say that? Because, granted-
1: Someone would take his place?
0: No, 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 no. If you, if you really think about it, right? This goes back to what I said earlier in the conversation. Free speech is cool even right. if you have garbage coming out of your mouth. Right. You know what I mean we need that. Once you start to ban people from having any type of
1: Oh, right, right, right. That
0: should scare the fuck out of people because now you have for example Twitter, yeah, or Facebook or anything controlling what con- whether it's content that you hate or content that you're like fuck yeah. It doesn't matter at the end of the day you can be silenced from talking to anybody, and that's scary. That's pretty much like erasing
1: free speech. That's a good point. Basically –
0: Everyone should have been scared shitless on that because it's it's not cool. Even if you don't agree or you hate him or whatever, that's fine. Yeah, It's not cool, though, that you could just be muted like that. And it seems like –
1: it also seems like it's not being evenly – like, distributed that right that, that punishment, right? Because let me tell you something, everyone who's saying anything about politics on Twitter is full of shit. I just really, right. I'm sorry, right? If you're talking politics on Twitter, you're full of shit. It's not for that, no, you know. I just, no. it drives me nuts. And I'm speaking as somebody who's running for office and using you know Facebook to get my information out to people that mm-hmm. that that know me, so I understand the contradiction, but believe me, it's really, really done some harm. and. There's plenty of people who, if you're going to cancel or whatever you want to call it, silence Donald Trump from um, Twitter, I, I just, it can't just be him. It
0: absolutely so cannot just be it him. It
1: feels like maybe that's not the right approach. And th- that's true. You know, we all are aware how he rose to prominence, right? Right. By saying the most wrong thing as loud as he can. And everyone's right. just like, oh my God, give me more. What did you think it's was going like to happen the, when it's like, what the did you vulgar think those people were going to feel? Bernie when,
0: Sanders. When, I don't. I yeah. don't want to compare yeah. with both of them because they're both yeah. two completely different yeah. politicians. But it's like literally,
1: yeah. Like the, the impression, the impression that people got Bernie from Donald Sanders. Trump was like,
0: yeah, freedom to do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Bernie's actually like, yeah, freedom to do whatever the fuck we want. And yeah. then, but Donald yeah. Trump is like
1: louder about yeah. it and yeah. vulgar. Yeah, also a lifelong criminal. So <laughs> the thing, the thing, the thing is, the thing is, it's uh. it's it seems obvious that if. Somebody who's rose to prominence from just speaking like that, like him in particular, what did you think his supporters were going to – how did you think they were going to react when you silenced him? They're going to want more. They're going to clamor for more. They're also going to throw their weight behind anyone who shows up and says, like, this was – you know what I mean? Like it's, right. it's almost like a handoff to the next person. But and the thing is they
0: thrive of off that because it gives them something to talk about.
1: You know yeah. what I mean?
0: They're well, all intertwined. They're all intertwined. Facebook, said, um, the news, like mm-hmm. CNN, Fox News, all it's these all big time. They're, they're all they they. It's it's a balance. They have to go off of each other. Yeah,
1: and remember I said before we used to just promote our own poly, party's policy and not worry about the other folks. Right. Now, not only are we meant to rip down the opponents, that is the goal. Right. There is now no more talking about your policy, right. and in fact, you don't even have to have any. You just it's, have to hate somebody and have
0: reasons to hate
1: somebody. Right. And, it's, and be willing to say, I hate them." It's verifiable. It's verifiable, this little idea that I'm, I'm describing, at the end of the Republican convention um, that you have, you know, in the summertime before mm-hmm. the election, you know, they, they established a platform for that fall, and then the candidates talk about it, blah 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 blah, blah blah. They had no new information to add to their platform this is an official document that is disseminated and everyone in the country can know what this national party has on its platform what new things it's pursuing there was nothing added Mm. that's that's a little detail that almost no one knows that's alarming because there it's it's like it's um it's a formality Mm. just put some shit on here and and send it out to people so they know what we have going on this year they didn't add anything (laughs) Like, it's a presidential election. You don't right. have anything new no. you want to add? They
0: have a villain.
2: They had yeah. a villain. So,
1: yeah. They, oh, they did. And so that was it. And it's just like that. I I cannot imagine. I'm running for city council in a small city, and it's 2021. If I win and ran again in 2023, I would – are you kidding me? I, you I, I have wouldn't to. I wouldn't add anything to my plat- – that's ridiculous. Right. I just – that always stuck it's, out to me.
0: It's wild because um, – they're running out of things to talk about now that trump's gone mm-hmm. and um it shows how dependent they were yes they hated him but it shows how dependent they were of him
1: they're clinging to the to the vaccine in that conversation too i was listening to somebody in, in the bar i work at yesterday and uh i had the i had to set him straight a little bit i mean he was going on and on and you know I, I was i was understanding what he was saying but he he kept using phrases like you know telling me i need a uh Vaccine is taking away all my rights, and I'm like, I mean, that's just like that's just bad math. I mean, yeah, there's one of your rights being Mm -hmm. taken away if they tell you have to do something, but I mean, like, I made him answer the question. Could you tell me, besides them asking you to get a vaccine, what other rights they're taking from you? I I right, draw the connection. Well, I mean, he had had no answer.
0: I don't mean (laughs) to really like get off topic here, but I could tell you, for me personally, that as far as the vaccine goes. And just like like I said earlier, anything that makes sense—if you can make it make sense to me, right? I now all of a sudden they're saying that you can't. Like, you could still contract COVID with the vaccine. You can still get sick with it. You can still get other people sick with it. To me, that doesn't make it make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's not really like we're adults. We could have a good conversation like this. Um, it just doesn't make it make sense. Make yeah. it make sense to me. Why would I put something and you could feel completely different about this? Yeah, yeah. Why would I put something in my body that if you're telling me that it I could still get sick, I could still get other people sick, yeah. That's like what's the point then? You know yeah. what I mean? To make people happy? You know yeah. what I mean? Like Yeah. Like, to make some people I'm not feel against sick. the vaccine. I'm just against like, just make it make sense. Make things make sense. And right now, it's people got to understand too. There's a po- there's a process to this. This is something that we are still trying to develop. Like we're learning about this every day. Yeah. Do you really think that like we're gonna have all the answers like that? No, hell no.
1: So the the, the two things I'd say to that are: I used to work at Best
0: Buy.
1: I used to work at Best Buy, and yeah. uh, I remember when you know Xbox. One came out, and I remember just thinking, like, you're all wasting your time. Like, this first round that you're about to buy from us, it's it's all gonna break. All of this yeah. is gonna, be, like, you just come I back in that, a few weeks. Yeah.
0: They say that about every console. and that's what I think you about. Wait yeah. for the second, jet, yeah. yeah, yeah. And
1: that's what I think about with the uh, with the vaccine, is like, eh, I'm sure we're gonna get it wrong a couple of times. I think the only thing, um. That may, ever made sense to me was because I, I didn't want the vaccine before I got it, but the nature of my job requires me to be in large groups of people, and I, it was just like I couldn't avoid it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's 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 my position on it. Yeah. I didn't want it either. I'll be i be a thousand
0: percent honest with you. I don't like we're, medical. We're straight shooters. Yeah, we're straight shooters. I don't like taking Tylenol when I have a headache. I yeah, like that's I yeah, that's how I so, am. Yeah, that's how. So, so I'm totally like personally. I'm not against people getting vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not against that. Yeah, yeah. Me personally, though, until, like I said, you can make it make sense. To me, it didn't make sense yet. Yeah. To you, it might make sense. To other people, it might make sense. To me, it does not make sense yet. Yeah. I'm not gonna put something. I don't like to take Tylenol for headaches.
1: Yeah. So why am I gonna? You That's, know what I mean? That was and, the uphill battle for me because I don't. I don't like medications and doctors. I offices. hate.
0: I don't even get the flu shot, and I know people are gonna think I'm wild for that. So be it. I I like to let my immune system build itself and really fight things that if i you know what i mean like i'm yeah. like, like at all i like to be natural with things you know what i mean just I let things happen try to be as often as i can right the it, only thing that
1: that someone ever said to me that, that made it made it make sense um just real quick is you know the the accumulative effect it is so disappointing that you can still get other people sick with the vaccine yeah but the thing you remember about the vaccine is it's never meant to it's not a silver bullet. I think what they're going for is to cut down on how sick people get and how much it can spread because of the right. hospitals. The right. key, the key is if we did nothing and just said, fuck it, then there's going to be way too many people in hospitals. And then like, you're going to go break your ankle and you're going to get to the hospital. And you're, you're hospital and they're like, sorry, we can't. Cause right. everyone's like,
0: and I, and I get that. So I get, it's like a I understand balance. that. I understand that, but just be straight up with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, um, you're really going to make people lose their jobs. You're gonna make people lose yeah, their jobs that's, because of it that. It gets
1: to be too much. You know
0: what I mean? Right. And, and and it's like, I understand the point. Everybody wants this shit to be over. That's one thing we could all agree on. Everybody <laughs> wants this. Everyone wants this shit to be over. In a world that we're we're yeah. so divided, we could all agree on that. Yeah. And I think that when you start to say, as an administration, right? I'm yeah. talking about um, our president. Yeah. When you start to say, like, we're not going to make it, man, we We can never mandate it, we can never make you take the vaccine, Right. but with another hand be like, you know, you need the vaccine to work here. Well, that's weird because now you're saying "I I don't have to take it, but I need to find another job that allows me to not be vaccinated. So now what you're saying is like, either take the vaccine and continue living my life the way, you know, normally, or... Not be able to support my family, not be able to pay my bills, and not be able to make a living. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that's pretty fucking
1: foul. I wish, I wished, uh, I wish there was a reset in the beginning, like a, or I, I should say, a pause. A pause. When you're playing a video game and you hit pause, everything stops. Right. And in the beginning, when we were trying to figure out how to get our arms around it, we didn't hit pause. We had some people hit pause. We had some industries hit pause. Other industries didn't. And so, yep. like, what it, it didn't. Count. I said that
0: from day one. I said then, that from day fucking one. And you remember, one. you
1: remember they're like, they're like, uh, you know, like a, a rent moratorium or whatever. Like you don't have mm-hmm. to pay your rent for now, but the landlord does still expect some income. So if it was an actual pause, his his him feeling his bills his, would pause everything. His, would be yeah, paused. everything.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a cycle. You can just you follow it everywhere. I said this from day one. When this shit first hit America, I said, "Yo, first of all, I know this sounds fucking like hostile as shit. Close the borders, Mm -hmm. and everybody, like, okay, you have four days to get all the belongings you need for two weeks. Everybody stay inside for two weeks. Yeah, and it'll suck, but it's better than two years.
1: Yeah, which is what we're coming up on. Right, right, right.
0: So everybody get everything you need. We're going full lockdown." The only people on the road are police making sure you're inside. And that's it. And yeah, it sounds pretty fucking scary, but this shit would have been done. This shit would have been done. And then after that, the only way people could come into the country is testing negative for COVID. Boom. There you go. Solid. Solid. Let's, Let's talk about what
1: the ego does. The ego will convince you that it's a good idea to try to convince the country you're in charge of that the pandemic that's playing out isn't even happening. That's right. where we started. Right. So when people who believe everything he says um, are hearing him say that this isn't even a real pandemic, there's no fucking way they're gonna accept somebody telling them they have to do something mm. because of that pandemic. They're gonna tell him, what "The fucking up are you nuts?" Right. He, he said, "I didn't
0: have to do any of this." So, it set the trend it for did. that. However, I feel like there's also a lot of other components that happened to get to where we're at today and to put the blame on any one person I'm not defending the guy but I don't think anybody could have prepared for what the fuck was about to happen knowing what we know now forget about it you could you could throw the kitchen sink at him you're not gonna you're not gonna stop something like this no he
1: definitely exasper exasperated but he didn't cause
0: well I (laughs) we could get into some conspiracies which uh, (laughs) yeah Uh, there's crazy shit that they're talking about where this came from, and all right, but um, it came from um, Mars. Yes, on a little capsule that fell <laughs> to the Earth, and someone <laughs> opened it, and then voila, and, vo- and voila, voila! I
1: spent eighty bucks on masks in the last
0: what two years. Oh, uh, I think I think it's crazy, man. I think um, I think that. I listen, I got covid in the beginning of August. Mm. Um and yeah, it sucked. It sucked and yeah, my best friend just got it. He hated it. <laughs> t- it was the worst. It was it was shitty. It was just shitty being inside. Like I was fine. Yeah. Like one night sweats, shitty, whatever, like just felt like shit. Yeah. Chills and then every day was a new symptom, but then every day also a new uh, the symptom I had left. So it was like the chills and the fever left after day two, and then oh shit, can't taste anything, and then oh shit, this and oh shit that. But then, once it fully got out of me and the quarantine was over, yeah, I felt fine. Yeah, and and, um, what I'm trying to get at is like I have an aunt who is really sick. Yeah, like all the time, all the time, has cancer, has all this shit that's just really unfortunate and for her to get vaccinated totally fucking understandable for her to right. like stay away from people totally understandable like my thing is we're both fully grown adults yeah i'm not gonna tell you what to do you don't tell me what to do um but like if if it doesn't make sense to certain people you cannot force them to do it i'm, yeah. I'm sorry that like that's not to defend the guy that like you said at the bar like you're taking away my freedom no he's just saying that because he he wants to start shit or he wants to talk out of his ass if you really think about it if you really really think about it what's the problem with allowing your body to just naturally if you if you're okay with it right if you're not okay with it then this is a whole different conversation but if you're okay with it what's the problem with your body being able to fight it off you know what i mean yeah especially and and this is what kills the promotion of getting vaccine or vaccinated um especially with the knowledge that like damn i'm fully vaccinated why do i have covid or damn yeah. i'm fully vaccinated how did my mother get covid when i'm the only one that goes in contact with her yeah you know what i'm saying messaging. so it's like just make it make sense
1: messaging if, yeah, i think didn't, that they didn't do a, it's too po- do a the good problem job. is it's
0: too political It's too political. They're using something that should be over Mm -hmm. by now. Yeah. Um, as like a political like standpoint. Like you mentioned earlier, with whole with the whole like oh well what do they have to talk about now? They don't have a villain. Well they're using COVID. Yeah. They're using COVID. And it's bad for everybody. Yeah. No one's gonna come out we lost so many businesses. We lost so many um great people. We lost so many things in the last two years it felt like 2021 didn't even happen and we're about to end it
1: yeah it it
0: feels like we're still stuck in 2020
1: yeah that's true that's actually the the world's greatest segue because one of the things that i really want to do as a city councillor is find ways to make it so new london can open for lunch very specifically let me hear Well, well we have arpa funds coming So I benefit because there is no, there's been funds set aside for small businesses Mm. and things like that. And so what I'd be looking to do is not find the funds to do this, but I'm trying to propose very specific ideas on how to use those funds to get here. So there's a long history of the federal government stepping in to help nonprofits with overhead. What if we removed federal government and inserted New London government? And what if we removed nonprofits with local businesses? Mm. So not exactly the same type of help, but I'm just saying that I could find paperwork right now where we can just copy and paste this information and get something fucking going. There's a precedent set. There's a system in place. And we have funds coming. But in New London, we have a tendency to look outside of the city uh, for success. And I'm tired of that. So what I would want is for the city to sit down with its local businesses, particularly the restaurants, and establish what they need to get comfortable opening during the lunch hours, during the daytime hours. When are they closed? A lot of businesses, most businesses I feel like in New London, are hmm. closed during the week in that lunchtime hour. There's lots of retail shops, art galleries. They're not
0: Well, they don't have money to pay people they don't have right they so don't have people it's all it's all they, all they don't have people to work either
1: it's a cycle it's all overhead right. uh if you're going to open at 11 instead of four then you need to pay a cook to come in and prep food at 10 instead of at three mm-hmm. got to pay someone to be behind the register maybe you have a host in your restaurant maybe you don't um you know your utility bills affected when oh, you for sure. expand your hours yep. and then product you know the, the, there's a lot that they need to do maybe you know somebody wants to expand their menu but they're afraid to do that because there's no lunchtime crowd in new london which blows my mind or they're not
0: getting supplies there's a lot of shortages on a lot of things they're not getting i don't know lobster tails or something you know what i mean like oh we can't add this to our menu or this that whatever um it's scary it's scary because we everybody want like everyone who likes to make money and work um they want to yeah and and they want their business to like if you're a business owner right now You're just like screaming for help because you're like, I just want to, I want to get this shit going. And there's
1: two, there's two things that are affecting you right now. The crowds aren't there Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, generally speaking, but I'm also thinking about New London. The crowds aren't there for you to sell to during the day. But even if the crowds were there, that's what I'm proposing is that we don't need a plan to get us where we were before COVID because we lost so much revenue. We need something to expand our hours of operation so that we can get more revenue and make up for it. In New London, we largely rely on the dinner crowd if you're a restaurant, and that has to stop uh, because during the day, the train, the bus, the ferry is just giving us an influx of people every day, mm-hmm. and oh, the first thing they do could... is look for a place to eat or drink in the time they have in our city, mm-hmm. and they, most of them spend their time running around, carrying their luggage, running around Bank Street looking for a place to go, and they don't, they don't have a place. That was literally
0: me like a month ago. I swear to god no yeah, joke it's a thing um right after i this is a really bad way to um <laughs> this is a really bad way to celebrate coming out of quarantine <laughs> but uh right after quarantine i went to a mets game and i'm not a mets fan but i got a free ticket or not a free, yeah i got a free ticket and um
1: live baseball is fun
0: right i took the train right and yeah. i came back to new london and my buddy that was picking me up from the train station him and I made plans to uh, go eat at Hot Rod Cafe, or sure. Hot Rod's Cafe, whatever yep. it's called. Yep. And uh, they were closed. On a normal business day, I think it was Saturday or Sunday, but on Google, they were open. Yeah. When I walked up to the the place, it was closed. Yeah. And a lot of them were closed. And it was like around 2 o'clock in the afternoon.
1: Yeah. This Which is, is a, it's a it's so a And you're coming from outside the city, and this happened, so... Uh, yep, that should have been tightened up on the website and the Facebook. But
0: oh yeah, the Facebook had no answers. Yeah, but, and the but website he, had no answers either.
1: Speaking of of rods, that's a good example because, you know, and I love Rod and I love hot rods. Full disclosure, but uh, they're an example of that. And this isn't anything that they can be blamed for. They're making the calculation that it's not smart to open during the day. It just doesn't that's make sense. New London's problem, not their problem. Right. So we have to you know, the municipality would have to solve that. But I just want to use him as an example because I just realized as I'm doing my research, you know, and looking into things that he's been opening during the weekend for football. Mm. And that's smart, particularly if you're a sports bar, but I'm saying that the new London economy should not be dependent on the NFL because we don't have a fucking football team. So it's not gonna make sense to me, sorry. Connecticut doesn't have a football team. So why is my local economy dependent on the NFL? I I don't like that.
0: Because I understand how it works. And how the restaurant industry works. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad that I showed up and they were close. All right. Um, but this is the reality of the situation. I showed up, they were closed. I wanted wings. I came to Groton. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the reality of the situation. And if it was someone who doesn't understand the restaurant industry and why they're closed, uh, oh, yeah. they would probably be like, well, fuck this place. Yeah. Karen's going to make a phone call. Karen's going to write a Google review. Yeah. Like, oh my God, they <laughs> said they were open and they're closed. Yeah. 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 No, that. but that. That's the reality of the situation. And, and, a, like, and a
1: good portion of the people do understand they've got somebody who works in it or they worked in
0: it themselves. But you're right. Not everyone does. So now, for example, that Karen has a bad taste in her mouth, what are the odds that she's going to go back to Hot Rods? Say she came from Stonington. Oh, she's not going back. Say, say she, she came from Stonington yeah. and she wanted to try, quote unquote, and I thought, I'm in this wing page, Connecticut wing page or something Oh, really? Like yeah, or Wings Attic Community shout out. They're supposed to be coming on the show too. That's um, fine, But... People always talk about High Ride Cafe for this part of the um, for this part of the state. Yeah, and uh, that's why I, I got so excited because I was like, oh shit, I'm going to New London. Yeah, I'm gonna get right off the train and go right there. Um, again, if I was someone who didn't know how it worked, I'd be like, well, fuck this place. I just came all the way over here. You know, to try the best wings in Connecticut or yeah. the best wings on this side of Connecticut.
1: Yeah, like seventy and, years in a row. And yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, and, really. And truly, I was actually like genuinely, genuinely excited for it. Yeah, I was yeah. genuinely yeah,
0: excited no. for it. And now and that I already food. put in my head, like shit, I'm getting wings. Yeah. We ended up coming to Groton, and it yeah. sucks. You know, it's yeah. like, damn, you just like that. Just lost. They just lost business. And then, of course, if you have someone coming from Stonington or, or someone somewhere like 25 minutes away. Imagine driving 25 minutes away just to find out they were closed and you thought – and it says they are open.
1: Yeah, I've, I've, or if you have a group of people too, that makes everything worse. Um, yeah, it's just it, – it really breaks my heart. And then it's all, it all feeds each other if the restaurants and, and, and that were open during the day and can get some more people in there. Then, you know, the art galleries would be more comfortable opening during the day. We have great retail locations in New London. There's not a lot of them, but they're great retail locations, and they could be more comfortable opening during the day because they're also not. But but the second half of that plan is not just uh, seeing what is needed in terms of overhead to help the businesses do that. I believe that no one business would want to take the chance and open at lunch by themselves because they know the environment they'd be opening in. And if he opens or she opens their, their business and they don't make their money, they're going to never be convinced to do that again. It has mm-hmm. to be everyone at the same time. And to justify that, there needs to be a city-backed marketing plan to tell everyone in the region and in the city that we're open for lunch. Right. And I say city-funded, but not city-ran. I do not want the city of no. London to run a marketing campaign. let them campaign. do their own thing. They can pay people to do that, right. and they have a marketing firm, and I've got lots to say about that marketing firm, but the point is to make the, the, the businesses comfortable opening up for lunch, it would be seeing what they need to do that, but also the city getting behind them and standing behind them and letting everyone know they're open for lunch, and then it's incumbent upon the businesses to make sure that when these people come – that there'd be something to offer them. Uh, my, my open for lunch plan isn't something that I want to do next year. I'm not stupid. That's too soon. This there needs to be research. There needs to be market research explored. The city should share its market research with its um, with its businesses. And I don't think. But and not. It, not I'm just like, saying that it would yeah. go. It, I'd be looking to do something like this in the spring of 2023. With next year being when we right. fucking take
0: the time to get it right. Right. I understand that point. I, for some, and, and this might just be me being ignorant to the knowledge of what it takes to get to that point, but I don't think a year is, is too unrealistic. You know what I mean? For something to just open up for lunch, but I, I guess maybe like as a, as a whole you're talking about might be a little harder. Um, listen, it takes one, one dude with balls in there to just be like, yo, I'm opening for lunch. And then if, if you're walking down that, I don't know the name of that street, but the street bank street with all the places on yep. it okay so if you're walking down that street and you see one restaurant open and a bunch of people in there and everything else is closed they're only going to profit from that and yeah. then you know other businesses should follow suit yeah you know but it should it it just needs one person to really just be like i'm doing this fuck it yeah and um it's it's a little bit of risk you know but try it i mean what what are you gonna lose other than money money you know what, <laughs> I mean? what are you gonna lose other than money I mean
1: but guess what if you're a business that you might just customers. endured COVID the quarantine and all that and you've reopened now that it's quote unquote over mm. and you're only open from four to like whenever four to ten, ten. you're already losing some money right. I really believe that and if you aren't losing money quote unquote then I'm telling you that there's a way you can make more I, right. I just in my head as somebody who would like to open a business one day if I was gonna run a restaurant the concept that I wouldn't open at lunchtime. I can't, I can't do it. You can't, you cannot, no,
0: you cannot just be open for one meal. Well, I
1: heard, I heard, I heard someone say once, and I, I think it makes so much sense. If you're, uh, it was about, um, you know, running the register in your store or whatever, you know, if you're looking to open a business and you're not, Looking to make enough money to pay a staff, then don't even try it. Right. If you're okay with being the person who mans your own register for your business, don't do it. Then may, you're not doing as good as you should be.
0: Or if you're just in it Businesses for breaking have staff. even, if you're just in it right. for breaking even or, or making a slight profit. Yeah. That's don't. what I
1: like to say. Are you just here to help the building owner pay his, his Mortgage, bills? Yeah. yeah
0: because you, you aren't gaining, you know. Right. So. You're not really doing much with the space that you're renting. Yeah. Um, yeah i mean listen it's it's unfortunate and new london i'm sure actually i know that new london's not the only uh city that's being impacted by this yeah sure in fact i think uh new york is in a lot worse condition especially making it so that you have to be vaccinated mm. to um have dinner uh it's a crazy world we're yeah, living in man. Crazy, it's crazy it's crazy that I, I just don't get it, but I mean, I, I can't make it make sense, and and that's my problem. And that you know, we'll we'll, we'll work on that, yeah. making that make sense. Um, but because we have the opportunity here to still be open um, to anybody, um, we got to take advantage of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because who knows? Who knows what happens this winter? Who knows? Yeah. Winter is coming. You know? Who, kno- who <laughs> winter knows is coming. exactly? Who knows what they're gonna throw These at us? These are such good
1: microphones for voice work. Yeah, such good microphones. Yeah, well. Hey,
0: hello, I mean... Clarice. Lovely <laughs> to see you. Hey, uh, we're we're pretty much uh, maxing out on time. Um, before we go, why don't you anything that you wanna share? Anything that you wanna say about um? You running for uh, your position in New London, and um, and what your plans are, any any type of promotional thing, or any um, any final words, any plugs, anything like that. Um, now would be the time to really just uh, let it all I, out.
1: I appreciate that. Well, I guess I guess the main the main thing I would say is if I get on the city council, we're all going to be on the city council <laughs> because what I've been doing as I run is like checking in with people and getting them to tell me like straight up ask them in, in this specific thing, what would you want the city to change? And everyone's got an answer. Mm. And so I've been having these conversations with people for so long and I think being on the city council would be a chance to act on some of the things that my peers in town want to see happen because it's also the things I want to see happen. Um, um, you know, arts is a good economic driver, a strong economic driver in London um but with our business we take a similar approach to the approach we've been taking with housing in New London gentrification you know some of our policies start with gentrification we want to look outside of our borders to grow New London and i mean i see the merit in that but can't see the forest from the trees right focus on what we got here. yeah i I like to use a basketball analogy you know new london is so obsessed with trying to show everyone that we can slam dunk but we need to work on our handle we need to get our layups down Well said you know Mm. and that's what i want to do is bring it back to that everything new london needs it already has
0: fundamentals
1: it just needs to be unlocked
0: perfect that's where i'm gonna hang it right all
1: right where can they find you they can find me at Long for City Council on Instagram. It's at Long for City Council. My website is longforcitycouncil.org. And I'm on Facebook, Eddie Long. But um, Facebook's boring. Yeah. Go to my Instagram, Long for City Council.
0: They're owned uh, by the same company. Yeah, fuck? They, yeah, like,
1: yeah. One stop shop. But yeah. no, the real information is on Long for City Council number four, longforcitycouncil.org. All, right.
0: All right. Well, thank you again, Eddie, for coming to the show. Cheers. And I'm sure you'll be back. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean we could have talked for five hours easy, but yeah. I gotta pee. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I always I always try to end it with a laugh. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, thank you for coming through. Um, thank you guys for watching. I'll see you guys next week.